Boom. Hi, everypony, and welcome to Macintosh and Mod, the show about My Little Pony from two adults who love it in spite of their children. Welcome to Macintosh and Mod. I'm Diana, aka Mod. And I'm David, aka Macintosh. It's season six, episode eight, A Heartwarming Tale. When Starlight is sad on Heartwarming Eve, Twilight reads her a favorite holiday story, a retelling of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. Ah, uh, it's Christmas ponies! I know, it's a little early for Christmas ponies, but well, you know. Well, their um, lunar calendar is quite different from ours. And also, this is a podcast and not the original airings of the show. Let's just say it's the start of the holiday season. Yay! Huzzah! And this is a musical episode, which means we have to bring on our favorite musical pony friend. You know them from the internets of a Little Realm podcast and Horoscoops on Twitch. It's Sarah Lorraine. What up, every pony? I'm back. Hello! I don't have a cool AKA. I should probably come up with one at some point, but it's a musical <laughs> episode, so... I'd be offended if I was not here. (laughs) I know you would. I know. Like, coming up with our slate of our guests is like, oh, that's the musical one. Sarah. And this is such a good one. I really like this episode. I hadn't seen this one until we sat down to watch it for this show. I like I knew it was the musical one, but I didn't know anything about it. And then I watched it and I was like, oh, this is gonna this is gonna be Christmas Carol. And I, as a theater person, have done Christmas Carol about twelve billion times. (laughs) I never need Christmas Carol again in my life, but this was pretty good. I, as a consumer of Christmas Carol media, probably never needed another Christmas Carol in my life, and this was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, Christmas Carol's pretty tired as really a story or a a, like framework to transpose into something. It's so easy and it's so it it just it exports well into pretty much any universe fandom and and most of the time i think because it's so easy it's done really poorly well and the other part of it is it's perfect fodder for character change so if you need a character who's going through a story who was evil and you're trying to get them to change this is the perfect like push story to get that to happen and here i just like that they applied it to starlight glimmer even though she had already started to be reformed and use the meta trick of telling it as a story and not her experiencing it directly. Right. I think part of why it's a lot more effective in this situation is instead of a series where the character who plays the part of Scrooge, instead of it being a situation where they need to change, this is a situation where we're already seeing Starlight Glimmer change. So it's really more of a reminding us of where this character came from and showing us kind of where she's going. Well, and One of the things for Starlight that they kind of point out is that she's never had a reason to celebrate this holiday. This is a holiday that's about friendship. She's never truly had that. So why would she celebrate it? Yeah. It's kind of like how a lot of people have the attitude towards Valentine's Day. It's like, well, if I don't have somebody, why am I celebrating this garbage holiday? (laughs) It's the same concept. Like, if it doesn't mean anything to you, why would you celebrate it? And so she's never had this holiday mean anything to her. And so Twilight tells her her favorite Christmas story. It's It gets a little meta in the best, (laughs) most adorable way. I know. 
So we start this episode and it's winter holiday, white Anglo-Saxon winter privilege night themed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I stole that from New Girl. It's my favorite description of Christmas. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. (laughs) All of the ponies in town are are celebrating and they start singing. Ponies' voices fill the night. Our swarming Eve is here once again. Happy hearts so full and bright. Our swarming Eve is here once again. Oh, what a sight. Look at the you know it's hearthwarming is here once again is the name of the song it's adorable you know we see all of our friends decorating you know we've got clouds getting placed properly rainbow dash comes along and kicks them with the snow we see the cutie mark crusaders are being pulled in a cart by rarity's parents so clearly they're in town. Banners are being flown around. And it's just happy. Everybody is just super excited. Derpy drops an ornament and gets yelled at by Rarity. She drops the tree topper. Well, yeah. And then she drops something else, too. Whoops. And then she she actually decides to sit on the top of the tree as the tree topper. Which is perfect. I I need this in real life. I need a derpy tree topper. <laughs> Because we don't have a tree topper in our tree. You could probably get one of those. I, sh- I should, but I haven't found one that I like. I'm very picky. We see Big Mac pulls a wagon with Granny Smith throwing presents out of it. <laughs> it's very silly. So I liked how this song did a really good job of hearkening back to our first hearts warming. Yes. You know, the first time that the song is similar but different it kind of plays on the same what's like the musical idea like the core idea of a song called one of us should know the answer to this theme motif yeah it's got like some of the same sound motifs as the first one but is but is different enough that it's its own unique song yes daniel ingram is very good at that i just like that it just very quickly sets the table for what we're gonna do uh, which is what the opener should always do and it's very christmas carol yeah, it's precious and adorable. <laughs> so we we pull out and Starlight Glimmer comes in and Twilight goes up to her. Hey, Starlight, ready to celebrate the first hearthwarming eve in Ponyville? I was thinking I might skip it. <gasps> okay. <laughs> this is not acceptable in Ponyville, clearly. Uh, we got my little pony, my little pony. <laughs> and we come back and, and things are tense. Skip Horsewarming Eve! I just find it all a little silly. It's mostly a day dedicated to presents and candy, isn't it? And why would you deny yourself presents and candy? That's crazy talk! Point Spike. Hey, I am with Spike. I am all for holidays that are surrounded by candy. And presents. Yeah, that's like half the reason to have a holiday. I think what Spike means to say is heartwarming is about more than presents and candy, and it's time to spend with friends and family when we celebrate a very important date in Equestria's history. I think to most ponies, it's just an excuse for silly songs and fun, not a day to remember some old story. And Twilight is very offended by this and zaps herself directly in her face, wings spread out. (laughs) Maybe you just haven't heard the right heartwarming Eve story yet. Earth ponies, pegasi, and unicorns sing songs around a hearth to fight back an eternal winter caused by the mythical Wendigos. <laughs> Every foal in Philly knows that story. Uh, uh, like, nice little callback. Okay. <laughs> you know, we're here. Yep. We're like a little bit of exposition. And I think we've heard this story at least two times in the series now. Yep. 
Yes. Well, we, we, we have to remind everybody what it's about because, you know, not everybody does the work to watch every single episode. It's true. It happens. It's true. Not that one. My favorite story, A Heartwarming Tale. Oh, I love that one. So now we settle into the library for story time. This is a story of a powerful unicorn named Snowfall Frost who hated Heartwarming Eve. It all began many moons ago in Canterlot. <laughs> and we cut to Victorian time, rando ponies everywhere. So wow. good. Oh, it's all the townies, and they're Victorian, and it's precious. It's adorable. This is like any time you're playing a like a JRPG, and mm-hmm. they release a DLC or something, or there's unlockables where you get the same characters, but now they're in their swimsuit outfits, or now they're yes. in their whatever. <laughs> like, I love seeing different outfits for all the characters we already know and love. Yes, and the hats. I love the hats. Victorian hats are the best. (laughs) Hats need to come back, yo. This does. Every home in Canterlot was filled with holiday spirit. Every home except one. It was said of Snowfall that she was almost as studied as Star Swirl the Bearded. Almost, since every pony knows that Star Swirl was an expert at everything from transfiguration, dimensional calibration, teleportation. We get it. Star Swirl's awesome. At this point, the animation actually stopped. (laughs) like we've been going through the town we've zeroed in on this one like dark and gloomy house and we're looking at snowfall which is starlight glimmer and like everything literally stops so spike can tell her to get on with it (laughs) (laughs) the point is snowfall was also a powerful unicorn she wanted to be perfect anything that got in the way was a waste of time and so we see starlight glimmer and she's dropping a rock into this cauldron And then she hears a bell outside with, you know, the pony celebrating and she drops the rock and it smashes. Well, that batch is ruined. Snowdash. Snowdash was Snowfall's loyal assistant. What do you need? And it's Rainbow Dash as Snowdash. And I love that Rainbow Dash's hair has been parted in the middle. It's very adorable. Like Bob Cratchit. It is Bob Cratchit. I loved her. What are they? They're her like, oh, I don't know the right word. They're like flea bitten or moth bitten hoof covers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like this torn and tat, like worn. They're just the worn. And I love that she's got the sleeve stays on her. Uh, the styling on this episode is top notch. It's very so good. good. It, it is amazing. Get this mess cleaned up. Those foolish ponies were ringing those blasted bells outside the window and I lost my concentration. Whoa, Pony's actually enjoying Heartwarming Eve. Where did they get that crazy idea? Today is nothing to celebrate. Heartwarming Eve is a menace, a dangerous day for all of Equestria. Dangerous? It's awesome! It's the day we remember how unicorns, pegasi, and earth ponies came together in friendship to defeat the Wendigos. And so we kind of come back and forth a little bit, and basically Starlight Glimmer is like, no, you just need to work and get better at your stuff so that you can be good in Equestria. But if you want to go home early, ignore all this work you have and spend the rest of it. Sweet! (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And gone. Oh, And so Starlight Glimmer is annoyed and she goes to the window and she sees all these ponies being excited and happy. I hate Heartwarming Eve of all of Equestria would be better off if we skipped the date altogether. And now we start the Starlight Glimmer song. Well, okay. Say goodbye to the holiday with my magic, I'll erase it. 
The greatest gift that I give today And every pony will have to face it No more little games for you to play After you say goodbye to the holiday Goodbye hearts warming You had a good run Goodbye hearts Slash snowfall snowfall i mean it's it's the same idea this is basically her just complaining about how this is a waste of a day it's the bah humbug song it's her bah humbug song outside we see our first rando pony option natural deduction (laughs) Uh, the sherlock holmes pony he is standing next to the dr watson his pony name is modus ponens but it's not as good as natural deduction oh so good oh wow yeah Snowfall continues making this potion. She goes outside and grabs a bunch of decorations and throws them into the cauldron. And then we see another rando pony option. It's Little Match. It's a filly all covered in soot. And she is supposed to be the Little Match girl from Hans Christian Andersen. I I know. She's precious as hell. Wow. It's going to be really hard, Sarah. Yeah. Oh, and once again, the styling is so good. It is so perfect. They got her just a little bit dirty. It's just, ugh, I'm very impressed. <laughs> yeah, so she keeps like working on this spell. This song really sounds like a Danny Elfman song to me. It either it's like a toss up between this song and the second to last song are my favorite. Like, I love a good villain's song. And this one is perfect. Oh, it totally is. Because it's her, it's a little bit of her backstory. It's her I want story. But she's not a good person, so her want is not a good want. And it's dark and creepy. Yeah, but it's great. But I love it's more alto. It's great. I love it. It makes me happy. And then we see in her spell, we see the Wendigo swirling around. And basically her whole plan is to get rid of Heartswarming Eve forever. Once the spell is cast, all of Equestria will be better off and they'll have me to thank for it. So we cut to the library. Wait a minute. Snowfall doesn't like Heartswarming Eve, so she decides to cast a spell to get rid of it altogether. That seems a little extreme. Says the pony who tried to make every pony the same by replacing their cutie marks with equal signs. And he (laughs) sips his cocoa like it is Kermit drinking tea. It is quite fabulous. (laughs) Twilight is very nervous. She puts a wing in his face. I think Spike is trying to say that every pony has their reasons for doing things, even Snowfall. And if I could continue the story, we might just find out what they are. <laughs> Passive aggressive Twilight. Mm-hmm. Proceed. Snowfall was set to cast her spell that could erase Hearthswarming Eve for all time when a voice from the hearth caught her attention. And and now we see an Applejack and her face comes out of the cauldron and she looks like a young Granny Smith. It's so good. You sure you want to go through with this? Huh? Who's there? And out of the cauldron she comes. She bubbles up. The spirit of hearth's warming past, that's who. And you and me have got to have us a little chat. A spirit? I didn't cast any spirit summoning spell. What are you doing here? You don't think a spell like that would get by without some powerful forces noticing. You've got our attention, Snowfall Frost, and we got some pretty strong opinions on this spell of yours. And she, like, literally walks through Snowfall. Which Snowfall gets, like, complete shivers Shivers. of it, which is like, yeah, I'm a ghost. I love those ghost gimmicks. That's one of my favorite (laughs) ghost gimmicks. We? They'll be along in a bit. For now, it's just you and me. Let's get a move on. We got a ton to see and barely any time to see it. I'm not going anywhere. I've just got a spell to cast and I don't need a history lesson about Heartswarming Eve. 
we aren't going to the past to learn about the holiday. We're going to learn about you. And she literally pulls out a lasso, which I cannot help but look at. This is her lasso of truth. And ah. she, she grabs Starlight Glimmer and they go flying off. <laughs> and so you know, Applejack starts singing her song. As a young thing, life sure is something. You go making choices large and small. Always growing like a seedling and playing this like dreaming. And before you know it, big and tall. And every little bitty choice you make sends you down a path to who you are today. So let's take a little trip down memory lane and see just what the past has to say. Oh, look how cute you were. Looks like you're not too upset at all. And it's just all about like, you make these little choices when you're little and they lead to things later on. Like they don't just stay there. Um, they're, they're seeds of the past. <laughs> which is very cute. We've gone down memory lane. We've flown to when Snowfall was a little filly. She's got the most adorable hat on ever. Yep. It is so cute. Hats off to the animation and design team for this one because it is adorable, especially since we're about to meet a very cool pony. Mm -hmm. A very, very cool pony. We go into Starlight School and she's pulling out some holiday decorations and out walks Professor Flintheart, who looks exactly... And is purposefully modeled after Severus Snape. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. I didn't realize that. Yep. Just what do you think you're doing, Snowfall? Decorating the classroom for heartwarming Eve, Professor Flintheart. You said you wanted to learn to be a powerful unicorn, did you not? I do. And what is the way that one becomes a powerful unicorn? Work hard, learn, and use your skills to better Equestria. And how do these help you to learn magic? I want to be strong enough to stop Wendigos and help ponies. That's just a story we tell little ponies. Real magic takes time to learn. And he takes an ornament that's been like on his unicorn horn and he drops it and it smashes. And he turns and starts to go. It's your choice. Spend your time learning to become a powerful unicorn or play with your toys and make nothing of yourself. So as he goes, he kicks the box towards Starlight Glimmer, and she starts to cry, and, <sighs> and then Applejack starts singing the bits of her song, but she's singing it really slowly, like it's more that talk singing. This is so sad. This is so deep. Like, ugh, this whole bit is like, then comes distress, words so careless, standing there, you don't know what to do, mm. feeling helpless, and you can't make yourself hurt less. This is so deep, and I hate hate it. I hate it so much because feelings. They do a really good job writing like sad songs that cut to the quick of your villain characters. So like in Crusaders of the Lost Mark, which was the last musical episode, that one's so good. Like with um, like Diamond Tiara, the one line she sings that's so good is uh, like, if I'm a diamond, then why do I feel so rough? Like, it, they do a really good job writing this type of song. Well, I think what they've done a really good job of, especially as we've gotten into these seasons, they've allowed these characters to be truly complex mm -hmm. and show us that. Yeah. That's not to, like, punch down on the main six. We know they're complex, 
but they've brought in these other secondary characters who have like deep needs. Earlier in the season, we got this with Trixie. Yeah. Yeah. Like we finally figure out what her whole deal was. And that chick is depressed. And even, I mean, it's it's a joke to some extent, but Discord as well was allowed to be more complex than just a villain. Mm -hmm. He's more of a chaotic friend Mm -hmm. who does not great things, but they let him be his own entity and his own thing in the universe. And that's so good because then we get to enjoy those characters even more. They're not just one-off villains. Yeah. And like even this one line, the seeds of the past, they grow up so fast, some hurts never go away. And then they're all tied to a holiday. How much bullshit do people have to endure around the holidays? Yeah. Oh yeah. my God, I fucking hate this show. <laughs> hate it because, ugh, this is just, ugh, this is emotional. The holidays are just a complicated time for everyone in a lot of ways. Oh, absolutely. And this just acknowledges that in a beautiful way. And so Starlight Glimmer's watching her younger self experience these things and retract from all of her friends so she can focus on her studying. And I love that as Applejack stops singing, they both literally just get pulled backwards out of the scene. That animation looks so cool. Mm. I love it. And so we're back at Snowfall's home and Starlight Glimmer is staring into the the cauldron. Spirit, what am I supposed to? (laughs) And it's a giant present box. And it's Pinkie Pie. We know it's Pinkie Pie's form, but she's all in black with eyes and it's super creepy. But it's Pinkie Pie. Snowfall Frost, it is I, the spirit of heartwarming presents. Um, don't you mean present? Like the time? No. Toys? Heartwarming doll? Here, want a cupcake? (laughs) That doll that she gives her looks exactly like cheese sandwich. And then she throws presents away, which is rude. Starlight Glimmer is throwing the presents she was just giving in the trash. Fine, presents. All of the pointless things ponies waste their time on. Oh, Snowfall, it's not what the gift is that matters. It's what the gift means. It doesn't mean anything. It's just stuff. Exactly. Sometimes a cupcake means I love you. Or a toy means hi, how you doing? Sometimes a book means your mane looks amazing. And sometimes a scarf means, well, a scarf usually means you're cold. That one's easy. (laughs) I don't understand anything you're saying. Which I think is what a lot of ponies say to Pinkie Pie. Yeah. That's what they're thinking. But Pinkie Pie starts trembling, and this is her Pinkie Pie sense. Whoa, whoa! What's happening to you? My spirit of heartwarming presence sense is going off. That means a song is coming on! Take a look at everything. Around you all the smells are truly well. Astound you open up your heart. Thank you, no duh. I love it. It it this is pretty cute. It's it's not one of their best songs, but it is very cute. It's fine. Pinkie Pie pushes Snowfall outside and she's just telling her to look at everybody. Just give gifts to people. And we see ponies decorating. And I love the line: the presents always filled with presents, large, medium, and small. And sometimes the most important things 
aren't very big at all. So it's just like, it's just about like the feelings and the love. Except they get this really weird tap dance with Tiny Tim that was like, this feels off. Yeah. It's the Anchors Away routine with Gene Kelly, so which is also a weird pull. <laughs> so, okay. And then we go to this party and we see how much fun Snowfall could have been having. I like that DJ Pone 3 is actually playing. She's playing like a... She's playing a phonograph. A phonograph. That's what it's called. A crank so phonograph. Yeah, it's just so great. She doesn't have <laughs> headphones on. It's just... It's a great pull. Again, I, I really need more Octavia and... DJ Pwn 3 like hanging out together because that's just epically fun. <laughs> it's just cute. I just love that, you know, the reason for the holiday is really easily found and the reason is to be with your friends. And then we cut to the library and it's Twilight Sparkle and the reason is to be with your friends. And everyone stares at her. What? You know you're doing your pinky vibe voice, right? I was not. <laughs> that, is, that is very meta for this podcast. Because I read Pinkie Pie and Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, they did that last season too. There was a meta. There was a meta moment like that, and it was like, oh shit, <laughs> <laughs> it was very fun. We love that. So, what happens next? Well, the party was. Wait, can we take a quick break? I need to refill my cocoa. <sighs> Fine, but hurry up. We're almost to the best part, and I like that they built in a commercial break to this episode. <laughs> it's so it good. So good. It's- and the fact that Spike says. Coco. Coco. So we, we have a quick little commercial break. We come back. Spike's coming back with his Coco. Okay, I'm ready. The party was in full swing. Cut over to the party and we see Rarity and Rainbow Dash and Fluttershy. Snow Dash. Hey, Mary. Why, whatever is the matter, darling? Was it the eggnog? Oh, I knew I put too much cinnamon. Okay, Fluttershy's hair is amazing. I have I have very strong Fluttershy hair envy like at all times this season. You want to dye it pink? I want to dye it pink. I want the long swoopies. And then like when she pulls one side up, it's gorgeous. Uh It's gorgeous. Oh, no, the eggnog was awesome, Flutter Holly. I'm just mad at some pony who was complaining about how awful Heartwarming Eve is. I don't suppose that pony's name starts with snow. And ends with frost. She said Heartwarming Eve is just an excuse to party, and we should all be better off spending time working to make Equestria a better place. Every pony hears this, and boom. What does Snowfall think a better Equestria looks like? Ponies working hard, learning, and using their abilities for the benefit of Equestria. <laughs> <laughs> and Snowfall is watching this with Pinkie Pie Ghost, like, through the window, and that kind of, like, that stings a little. It looks like we've got everything on Snowfall's list right here. I think a perfect Equestria looks a lot like a heartwarming Eve party. And it's very sweet. And then they close the curtain. We go out to Pinkie Pie and Starlight Glimmer. Me too. Too bad it's going to be the last one ever. 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 And like Pinkie Pie is literally like walking backwards and then into this fog that has come up. But I love that they let it linger for like just a couple seconds longer. Just a little than it too long. To. Just a little bit. Yeah. Just so it feels like that Pinkie Pie way too extra bit. Well, because Pinkie Pie, as Pinkie Pie, would actually do that. Uh-huh. Which is the best. That's why she's the best pony. Spirit, what do you mean? What's going to happen? And so Starlight Glimmer like walks into the fog and we see this giant spirit. And of course it's Luna. And I would really like that we stop using Luna as the embodiment of bad, evil things. 
<sighs> in part because Luna is supposed to be reformed. I mean, maybe, but I, I think the argument here and why I think it works is that, you know, in the Christmas Carol story, the spirit of future isn't an evil spirit. Well, it's death. Yeah. Well, why is, why is Luna associated with death? Luna's associated with dreams and nightmares. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the nightmare pull that's so yeah. good for this one is that she was called the nightmare. And mm-hmm. this is specifically snowfall frost nightmare of the future. So like the literal and figurative nightmare comes. Yeah. It, it also runs back to that episode where we have Scootaloo having the horrible dreams. Well, see, that one made sense because that was playing on the actual nightmares. This yeah. one feels a little... I just don't like it. It's fine. I just, I think that it works because Luna is the embodiment of dreams and Mm -hmm. visions and nightmares and dark visions as well. Mm -hmm. And she's always benevolent in how she's handling that. But sometimes being benevolent means you've got to show something really scary and dark and terrible. Mm -hmm. And in the sense of just the Christmas Carol arc, it makes a lot of sense for her to be that character. I guess that's fair. I guess I just want to see more like positive representations of (laughs) Luna. I just I want I want that. I do get I get I get y'all's point. I really do. I I want I want that taste of Luna we got in Nightmare Nights in those early seasons Mm -hmm. where she's fish out of water Luna. That was a little more That was fun. Because it's so much fun. Yes. I want to see Luna playing tricks on people because I think she would be a great prankster. Well, who knows? We might get that in later seasons. Or maybe like a Pinkie Pie trying to show her how to do tricks. Give us another (laughs) fish out of water episode. That'd be fun. That that would be great. So Starlight Glimmer goes to her. Who are you? I am the spirit of heartswarming yet to come. Are you here to show me what future heartswarming eaves are like? No, for there are no more heartwarming eaves for me to show. Why not? You will succeed in erasing the holiday, as and, you wished. And what happens? And so Princess Luna takes us into the town that is, like, buried in snow. And wishes brought to life But the days ahead are dark and tragic no time for hope when all is strife. Whatever might have been, all the dreams that ponies share. Because of you, snowfall frost, now the future is a cold nightmare. This song is, I think, one of the most impactful. It's so it's good. It's so good. The music is so properly measured. Oh, yeah. And it's just like gut punch, gut punch, gut punch. And then you add to it this animation. She conjures these two ponies dancing, and then they just flitter away. It's so creepy. It's it's great. I mean, part of why they might have done Luna as the vision of the future is just so they could Mm -hmm. get that voice. Yeah. That voice is quite great. She is such a like a powerful and like resonant voice, and it's it's just so like good and rich. Well, and it's so deep. Yeah, and most of our ponies are a little squeakier, <laughs> little, little little more middle to high register. So it's a, it's a little different when one of those comes along. Luna's last line is because of you, Snowfall Frost. Now the future is a cold nightmare. So yeah, you got y'all right about the nightmare thing. Y'all, y'all right. <laughs> But we would both also like to see more fun Luna. So we need some fun Luna in our points. Points made. 
points for all. <laughs> Wendigos, they aren't real. It's just a Philly story. And Wendigos have started to swirl around. Uh-huh. They are all too real, Snowfall, and your actions will allow them to return. The future of Equestria shall be bathed in a blanket of eternal snow. No, I never meant for this to happen. I didn't understand. I didn't see how important Heartswarming Eve was. Please, Spirit, I haven't cast the spell yet. Is there still time? I'm sorry. So, like, all the sound kind of goes out, and she opens her eyes, and she's in her home. And she looks outside, and everything's okay. And so she busts her windows open, and the bells are ringing. There's still time! And so we cut over to the party that's happening, and there's a there's a knock at the door, and they open it. <gasps> oh, my. Snowfall Frost? I was hoping I wasn't too late for the party. I brought gifts. The record scratches. And Rainbow Dash does a spit take. <laughs> Mid-air. Boss? I was wrong earlier about Heartswarming Eve. It's not all about singing and presents. The singing and presents are all about celebrating the ponies in our lives. The ponies we should listen to more often. Our friends. Wow. And so Starlight Glimmer gives Rainbow Dash a present. Rainbow Dash opens it. Dragon toenail. Uh, thanks? I was in a hurry. I'll do better next time. <laughs> you kidding? No one's ever given me dragon toenail before. It's awesome. Now come get some eggnog. And so we pull out and we see everybody's partying and having a good time. And we cut on over to Twilight Sparkle. And from then on, it was always said of all the hearthwarming Eve celebrations, Snowfalls was the hearthwarmingest. The end. Book close. And then she closes the book and she starts to put it away. Well, that's it. Thanks for letting me read you the story. Guess you can call it a night. <laughs> Spike and I are heading downstairs. And if you wanted to join us, you'd be welcome. And so they go downstairs and Starlight starts to consider this. And she walks out onto the little balcony above where they're having the party. And like Starlight sees them and Twilight looks at her and they kind of all raise a pint to each other. Happy heartwarming, Starlight. Happy hearthwarming twilight. And then Starlight starts the reprise of its hearthwarming eve once again. And everybody's there and the room is decorated and they're partying. And it's just the most precious thing. They're just happy. Mm -hmm. It's just so cute. Merry pony, miss everyone. Merry ponies, everyone. One and all. <laughs> oh, this episode's so one. cute. It's just, it's sweet. It is in the best way. And I, I think it does help further. Uh, it's one of those ones where it helps further the development of Starlight Glimmer. Yeah. While also being one of those gimmicky holiday stories. Mm -hmm. So that's fun. Uh, yeah. Well, Sarah, you have a very important choice to make. Who's our random pony of the week going to be? Oh, can you read me those names again? Because they're just so, so good. It's going to be either the Sherlock Holmes pony called Natural Deduction or Little Match. The sad little little match girl. Oh, I love once again, like the the look of all of these is so good. Mm -hmm. I like to imagine the mm -hmm. creative team or the artists had a I don't know, a board up somewhere in the office where they were like slapping different character concepts up over the course of a long period of time. Oh, and I absolutely hope so. They like landed on all these perfect outfits. I think I've gotta go with little match because that Oh yay. <laughs> the like messed up snoot and all the dirt is very true to my lifestyle. So it <laughs> it speaks to me. Like I don't own white uh, for a reason. Well, it shows up a little bit. Yeah. Isn't that so good? Uh, 
Well, thank you so much for being here to talk pony musical ponies with us, Sarah. Oh, so happy to be here. I love just the music of musical episodes are always so, so good. Yes. Yes, they are. If people wanted more Sarah, where can they find more Sarah? Best place to look out for me is going to be Twitter. My handle is Sarah L. Kinney and Sarah spelled with an H. Kinney is K-I-N-N-E-Y. And I'm going to have links to other stuff I do. So just hit me up there. Yay! Yay. All right. Well, until next time. Bye, every pony. Bye. See ya. Thanks for listening. Be sure to review and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. For questions, comments, and recommendations, you can email us at macintoshandmod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook.